team, welcome to this week's episode of our podcast and we're going to be talking all about burning fat, seeing results and how do we make sure we get there. So when it comes down to it guys, I'm also going to talk you through uh, some bodybuilding protocols as well um, to help share with you what is the extremities, the extremities, 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 extremes that we can go to to get results. Um, but ultimately guys, we're going to go through the 101, how do we make sure that we can get results with Getting back into routine after holidays, after summer, getting into the swing of things, sometimes it can be quite hard. And we just need to jog the memory just a little bit of how do we make sure we can get the results of where we want to be. And when it comes down to it, it's actually sometimes it can be a lot more achievable than what we actually need to. We just need to make sure that we're not sprinting when we should be walking. We're not running when we should be just building our, uh, the momentum what we need to do is if we want to be able to go through the gears we've got to be able to walk we've got to be able to jog we've got to be able to run we've got to be able to sprint we don't still go from walking to sprinting so when it comes down to it okay we break it down into three main areas our training our steps and our food choices okay and the reason we break it into these are the actionable actions the Obviously, you have things like sleep, stress, and all this kind of stuff. But if we simplify it into we need to make sure we get our training and we need to get our steps in, we need to get our food choices up, then what we want to do is we want to make sure we're over, we're stepping forward. And what we're going to do is we're going to break these down into really manageable actions, but also why it's important. So when it comes down to it, okay, firstly, why do we hit plateaus? Like, why do we hit plateaus whenever it comes to certain times? Well, firstly, there's a couple of things that can happen. Firstly, we could have things like leaked calories. Leaked calories are where we're maybe assuming the number of calories in certain foods. We're maybe not weighing it, we're maybe not kind of tracking it accurately, we're just kind of guesstimating it. And it's a kind of guesstimation of how much. And this can actually have a significant effect on um, how many calories we're actually over-consuming or maybe even under-consuming. And it can lead to, obviously, if you're over-consuming something, then you're maybe over your calories. Like if you're under consuming it, you may feel bad about going on a binge because you're maybe hungry. So it's important we are just being really real. And uh, that's why like putting your food into my fitness pal first, it gives you the numbers and it's really easy to weigh them. Like when it comes down to another plateau that we might hit if we maybe want to see a change in our, our body weight is if we're having a high volume of carbohydrates, Not that, it's not that carbohydrates are bad, polar opposite, carbohydrates are good, but um, if you've had a high carbohydrate intake, for example, you've maybe had uh, rice, pastas, and you maybe had like something quite uh, sweet and doughy the night before, then it's going to retain water. If you put bread into a bowl of water, it retains water. So the next morning, you're going to store a couple of pounds because it's water retention. Likewise, if you've had rice, pastas, and all these kind of things, it's not fat and it's not that uh, this is bad. Polar opposite. This is one of the reasons why people go, ah, what? Um, and then kind of leads to those uh, longing, longing uh, plateaus. Carbohydrates are really, really important because they give us the energy, especially if you're stressed, you're tired, you're exhausted. It's really important to have this. It's watching things like that are sweet, sugary snacks when stressed. These are the things we need to pay attention to. Stress is another one. Stress is an absolute bugger. Here's the thing. Oh, you want to see changes in your body? Well, you're super stressed. So guess what? We're going to create inflammation. Your body's such a nice thing. We're going to make you swell. That's a great thing for me. To, that makes me feel really good about myself. Like if you think about it, whenever you've uh, fallen over, maybe bumped your knee, it swells up. Okay. It's a stress response. Like we know physical stress and mental stress have the exact same implications of the body. Okay. What we, it happens is there's levels of cortisol going around. 
stress, we want to remove stress as much as possible. One, it helps us make better choices. And two, we feel more human as well. Okay. Um, hormones. Okay. Menstrual cycle. Big one. Okay. Again, another form of stress. Um, but again, it causes um, mass quantities of blood going around the body, hormones going around the body, cravings, and can be quite hard. So when it comes down to it, a wee trick is when it comes to menstrual cycle, comparing week one to week one, week two to week two, week three to week three, week four to week four, because sometimes you can have a spike in your weight because of the week of your cycle. Okay, guys, obviously you don't need to um, you know, track your cycle um, if you because we don't have one. Like, but when it comes down to it, like if in cycles, there's obviously there's volumes of cravings and things like this, and it's more important than ever that we pay attention to what we're doing in these times. Um, and limit the temptations that are around by giving yourself your best self, by giving yourself the opportunity to do things that make you feel good. Because if not, what happens is we end up hitting one of these plateaus. Inconsistent, okay? Inconsistency is the, one of the biggest killers as well in plateaus because <clears throat> uh, consistent, there's no um, hidden secret that consistency is key. Like hitting your daily steps, making sure that they are non-negotiable ticked off, have, hitting your food choices and hitting your training on a week-to-week -week basis. They're, consistency. Like if we're missing training sessions, then what's happening is the stress between training is too few and far between to stipulate muscle change. So therefore, we don't often get the response. So it's why trying to have as regular a cycle as possible as our training is important. Daily steps. Uh, so um, I, I hit 17,000 steps yesterday okay and that might come off as hey wow well done but actually i hit seven thousand the day before and uh, now my average is meant to be twelve thousand so actually that's me hitting twelve thousand across two days so it may feel like i've done a really big day but it's actually showing highlighting the inconsistencies remember being consistently good rather than occasionally great we all get caught in that cycle there's things that we all do that are inconsistent and it is really challenging. Consistency is the most challenging thing in the world because whenever we feel run down, oh, I can't be bothered, give yourself 24 hours. Give yourself the 24-hour rule because if you wait out with that 24-hour rule, what happens is we'll find more reasons to compound why we shouldn't do this um, because it is challenging. So, yeah. And then the third thing is, uh, sorry, the last thing, guys, is just not doing things. If we're not going to, if we don't do things, we won't see the results. And that's why we'll hit a plateau. So it's really important. We just identify it. So when we hit a plateau, guys, one of the big things is we don't stop. What I want you to do is always make sure is we ask. Like one thing I would always encourage people to do is ask. Ask questions around how can I step forward? What can I do? What else could I do? What is, what about this? Because... If we don't ask, what happens is we condition it to think that this is a problem and this is the level we've reached. But when you ask, what's happening is, I'm not accepting this. I want to step forward. A lot of the time, I reach out and ask how are. And one of the things I want to encourage more and more people to do is ask more questions. What about this? What is this? Okay, because the more questions you ask, the more you're going to step forward. Because when you ask, you're being solution aware, that growth mindset. You're seeing that actually, hey, I'm aware that this is happening. I'm aware of this. And it's really, it makes a big change, big, big change on how you overcome things. And you can apply this in every every aspect. Like, uh, it's like when, when you're working, if you've got somebody who's, oh, that's a problem. 
and they've almost just tried to close the loop with saying it's a problem, but the job still needs done. But you have a solution and you need them to do something, but then you don't do it. So what we've got to do is get them to be solution aware. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how can we help you really step forward. But what we're going to do is I'm going to talk to you about what do bodybuilders do? So bodybuilders, the poster, I'm not going to tell, I'm not, by the way, this is not about converting anybody into being a bodybuilder because what they do is ridiculous, to be honest. But what bodybuilders do to get a ridiculously shredded, okay, is they hit a daily step call, which is roughly about 25 to 30,000 steps. Um, they drop their calories. So in a guy, calories can often drop to as low as like one six. And a female, I've known bodybuilders who have dropped their calories to as low as 850 calories. Now, the problem when you drop your calories is that one, you become a miserable, grumpy bugger, okay? And two, um, your bodily functions don't regulate. So there's a lot of supplementation that's required for that because you're not getting the sustenance. Initially, what you're doing is you're just taking on board enough for your body to repair. So you become very one-dimensional. You're very soul focused on, right, training. Your productivity at work isn't great. Your uh, stress management isn't great. You're very irritable and uh, you become very snappy. Um, your hormone function is way off. Um, in, the, in a female, losing your menstrual cycle is very, very common. Um, in a guy, um, not being able to... Um, how should I phrase this? Or just becoming impotent is very, very common. And when it comes down to it, they do this by stretching and then their training, what they do is it's all about volume, 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 volume to max out failure. So they build up a really strong mindset, which is tremendous. Wow. Ah, incredible. However, they're running on empty. Okay. They're running on empty. And as soon as they get to their show, they're depleted, they're exhausted. And what they do is they have some Skittles to, or some form of sugar just to kind of get a vein pump and then they look suddenly really shredded. Now they do this for a period of 12, 15, 18 weeks of show prep, okay? Um, and they're just relentless. It's the same every single day, day in, day out, no matter what. That's the first thing they think of, it's the last thing they think of. And it's based, at it, like the road to being a bodybuilder, um, a lot of bodybuilders have uh, image dysmorphia, like especially coming off of show prep or going into show prep. Like you'll see a lot of bodybuilders who went on show prep, show prep, their clothing is very revealing. Went off show prep, heavy clothing. Not that they look bad, it's they, they're just so uncomfortable about going from one extremity to another. So when it comes down to it, what a bodybuilder does, and this is, I don't encourage, is purely because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable in the sense that who wants to drop the calories to the point that they're so miserable and they can't do anything? They're just hungry, angry, frustrated all the time. What we want to do is give you back the opportunity for you too. But on that, there is things that we have to understand that we can take. So stretching your step count, hitting a calorie goal that gets you a goal, stretching your training so you're regular with your training. Because when it comes down to it, this is where what gets the result. Matt, like when it comes down to it, I want us to help you really establish fun things into your diary. A bodybuilder has zero fun, like literally zero fun. I remember when I used to work in a gym, 
and there was a whole host of bodybuilders that were in. And I genuinely kid you not, I had more chat and more comical value talking to a plank and asking it for replies to my jokes than I did from some of these bodybuilders. Like literally their conversation status because they didn't, they were so, their cognitive responses were so depleted that they couldn't really kind of process humor. Their energy levels to process humor was so poor. So yeah, like if that's the road you want to go down, no problem, let's go. If it's not, right, let's talk about what we can do to overcome these plateaus. So firstly, guys, step count. We want it to grow, okay? Realistically, what we want to do is we want to be stretching as far beyond 10,000 steps as we possibly can. This is really challenging because let's face it, we've all got jobs and the jobs often enough mean that we're sitting down, we're not able to move as much. And when this happens, ultimately, what then happens is we find it really hard for us to hit our daily step goal. Now, when it comes down to it, a lot of the time people, especially when it's raining, people often go to the gym to hit their step goal. Problem is, you're then in the gym for about an hour, hitting your steps, and that's your time up. So this is why it's really important that we see that this is actually a lifestyle because it's about getting you to, how can you be more active in and around your daily day, day to day? Because if we're going into the gym to use an hour to go for our steps, and then we don't do our training because that'll be two hours in the gym because I don't have two hours to give to the gym every day. Like, when, so when it comes down to it, it's going to be hard. So what we've got to do is where can we? Okay, so we simple hacks is parking your car further away. If you work from home, go for a walk around the block before you start your work. Give yourself a commute to work. Okay, if you commute to work and you are like, say you work um, and it's a 40 minute drive, go for a 40 minute walk. Leave at the exact same time. Give yourself a routine. Everything you do be like is your body savvy. It likes routine. It loves routine. And if we bend and flex routine, then what happens is we become sporadic on when and what we do. Like, um, and it's all about making sure that we get into the routine and rhythm of things. And this is where, like, when it comes down to making changes, like, I know that sometimes we actually, when we go on holiday, when I go on holiday anyway, don't know when you, when, when you go on holiday, that I actually often, I eat better because when I wake up in the morning and there's all the nice fruit, there's all the nice, I, I actually eat really well on a holiday. When I come home, uh, you know, I'll just go back to my old ways. Like, and it's like, we love routine. So it's really important we have this routine. So no matter what, have that commute to work. Doesn't matter if you're working from home or if you're working in the office, treat yourself the same. Treat yourself so you are oh, you'd have a commute where you get to listen to some music have some fun listen to a crazy guy on a podcast yeah 100 so give yourself that commute go go for a walk give yourself that okay if you are at a desk or you're not able to like have regular checks for your step count have regular checks of going right okay i want to be hitting like 2000 steps by 11 a.m okay 2000 steps is about 10 minutes of walking 10 15 minutes of walking okay so if you look at it in that side of things, split that across, like walking 10 minutes, 15 minutes, okay? That's really achievable just to kind of break that down. By the end of the day, can we aim for maybe 6,000 steps? Okay, by just kind of small, simple things on your lunch break, going for a wee walk, giving yourself that. Stretch your step goal because the reason it's important we stretch your step goal, number one, it's our biggest calorie burner, okay? Number two, it is like the easiest way 
and least stressful way for you to burn volumes of calories. The more steps you do, the better it is. You're also getting outside, you're getting moving, and it's really stress-free. Whereas when you train, whoa, let's face it, if you've had a stressful day and just hitting the fan, that's stressful. Like that's hard to sustain that. So therefore make it stress-free. The other way you can do it is having fun, active hobbies. Like one thing I like to do just now is like playing five-a-sides. It's a really fun, active hobby that just gets steps skyrocketing high. And it means it's really enjoyable. I don't really kind of push myself in the front of kind of like um, running to the point that I'm broken, but like it's relatively stress-free. It's, it's just a bit of fun. So there's loads of ways that you can get creative with your steps, okay? But one of the big things to help overcome these plateaus is always stretch it as far as we possibly can, okay? Next up, okay, is the big one, calorie adherence. Now, I know everybody's going to think, when I say talk about calorie adherence, they think I'm just talking about food. But actually, calorie adherence is the volume of movement versus the volume of food we're taking, okay? Because, yeah, we're gonna, we want to hit our calorie goal, okay? That's the obvious one. We want to hit our calorie goal. If we're over our calorie intake, then guess what? We're going to hit that plateau. What we want to do is we want to hit our calorie goal. If we're under that calorie intake, we may not have the energy to sustain like that volume of movement. So that's where calorie adherence is important, which is why asking questions is really important because you'll understand it so much more. Like I'm not a walking thesaurus, or not thesaurus, uh, that proves my point. I'm not a walking encyclopedia, um, but I, in knowledge base, I, I'm pretty... I'm pretty savvy. I'm pretty, pretty savvy when it comes to these kind of things. And I love helping. If I don't know the answer, genuinely, I go and research it. Why? Because I love just to help understand that relationship with food. It's a big thing for myself. So when it comes down to it, first thing we've got to do is always learn to hit our calorie goal. Okay. Doesn't matter the quality of food in step one, just hitting your calorie goal is the key. Okay. Once you know you can hit that, that's a relatively fast thing. You know you can hit that. We then look at going hitting the, the quality because the reason is you can hit your calorie goal but feel starving because the food you had, well, you could fill your calories up with chocolate and it would go quick, pretty quickly. And we don't really have the energy or that feeling of fullness that we need. So therefore, it leads to going on a bench. So what we want to do is we want to improve the quality, okay? And that is, that is also in our training as well, okay? Again, like a lot of the time people often think training is going hell for leather inside the, the gym. It's like literally they walk into the gym and then become this ferocious, fearless animal that just wants to go hell for leather for everything. That's not the case. Remember, training's progressive. It's not breaking. Like we want to build you. We don't want to break you. So when it comes down to it, progressive with your training, allowing yourself, tracking progress, seeing progress with your food. You're, when you track your food, you're not tracking your food to hit a calorie goal. You're tracking your food to improve it. Like that's the key thing to think of. Like I want to improve my food. I want to see changes in my food. You're learning how to make changes in my food. Ah, look, I can get more food if I do this. I can have more of this. I can have more of this. And you're learning to improve your food. So the goal of tracking your food is actually to, just like you would do in your training, am I getting better at this? Am I, ah, look, I can make, I can do this, which is why trying new meals is a really good thing. Um, as calories drop, it's important that we do hit, like, uh, we do have, like, the keys coming in, so supplements and things like that. So, like, if we are, like, say, low in a certain thing, then what we need to do is look to supplement it in, which is why, again, in the meal maker, it's like, 
um, kind of like goes through a framework. Are you hitting your protein goal? Are you hitting two or three portions of fruit and veg per meal? Because if not, then that's where we'd look to get a multivit. This is where kind of natural energy, health and well-being, mindset, sustainability all kicks into play. If we're eating beige food because it's grab and go all the time, like bagels because it's something you're just going to grab, pick up and go, then what's going to happen is we're going to feel pretty depleted at points. We're going to feel like energy at peak and energy drop, peak, peak, energy drop. Body's going to be achy. We're going to feel run down. Uh, we'll maybe feel agitated, anxious, frustrated. Why? Because we're not fueling the, uh, the nervous system responses it requires. So what we want to do is just make sure we're having balance with our food intake. Okay. And like, again, calorie adherence all comes down to you getting a good night's sleep, okay? Because if you're up all night, then we're not going to stick to things. So again, that was maybe a long-winded answer for calorie adherence. But calorie adherence is, hey, are we training well? Are we hitting our step goal? And hey, are we tracking our, tracking our food to hit our calorie intake, okay? If the answer is yes, that our calorie adherence is where we want it to be, okay? Again, minimizing things like leaked calories. Like These are the kind of things like we want to. Leaked calories... Leaked calories in our training. So saying that we're training, but not pushing ourselves. Saying that we're training and over pushing ourselves. We want to just have that balance. Thing is, in calorie adherence is consistency. All we want to do is, can we start this and finish this? Can we keep moving forward with things? And that's where like, it's about giving you that momentum shift. Because when it comes down to it, all we're looking to do is we want to have some balance and some st stability. Like, and know when things are going to be challenging because that's where we need to lean in. Because when things are easy, that's often the thing, hey, it's pretty cushy. We can do it. We can easy. But when things are challenging, that's where, like, that's where it's hard. Because one of the key things to understand, and like, I heard this quote, and I actually really, really believe in it, is that when you get a person thriving, everything else follows, okay? And that's where it's like, if we can get you thriving in how you feel mentally, physically, then actually tracking your food is not is not an issue. So removing the stress, which is why we've got I, all our kind of like our planners and things like this, because when you plan, what you're doing is you're giving yourself the reflection of going, where is it I need to focus on? What is it I need to dial in? You're not becoming a one-dimensional monster. You're actually just being really balanced with things and really just enjoying it. So when it comes to it, if you're the, like the first steps, one of the things we need to do is really dive into reflecting of going, what's going well, what's not going well, and get used to doing this on a regular basis. Because when that happens is, right, you can ask questions on what's not going well, so we can get them to going well. When it comes down to it, if we want to see the biggest shifts, what we've got to see is, this is a way of life. Like, it's not just to kind of get you to lose body weight. This is a way of life to get you feeling fitter, healthier, because this will get lose weight for all time. You won't, this is like how you can live and just feel content, happy, driven, focused, because it's actually really, it's getting you to do things that are really active. It's getting you to do things that are against the sitting back and you can accelerate it at any point. We've just got to go. We've just got to go. So what we want to do is build up the consistency factor because the steady pace is, that's lifestyle. Like that's really manageable. Like 12,000 steps can, is a challenge, but it's manageable. Like 20,000 steps, that's pushing. Like 20,000 steps is hard. That is really hard, right? The 12,000 steps, it's manageable. It's a challenge. It's manageable, okay? Training three, four times a week, the challenge, manageable, okay? But training five times a week, that's that's a different ballgame. That's hard. That's really hard, like, 
And what we want to do is we want to make things manageable because you're building the enjoyment, the fun, the happiness of you actually feeling fitter, stronger, and more able. Because when it comes down to it, confidence is lost when we feel we're unable to do things. Confidence isn't gained by how we look, how we feel. Like it's what we do. We build confidence in doing things. Okay. So what we've got to do is give ourselves the opportunity to do things that help build it. For example, sharing, talking about things that you struggle about. These are all confidence building because you start putting them to, putting them to end. You're like, I'm no longer going to struggle with this. I'm stepping forward with this. Like uh, other things that build confidence. You can't celebrate what you didn't do. Celebrate your wins. Showcase, what did you do? Talk about it. Give yourself the evidence. Hey, I'm really proud of myself. I did that. Like really, really proud about myself. And like, there's so many things. Like one of the things like about confidence is like you can talk yourself out of things. For example, I've got a kid coming and I'm petrified. I genuinely, I'm not, I'm not lying. I'm petrified. Like I'm like, oh, and I'm talking myself out because I'm creating this story, which means I'm making myself feel really unconfident because that's the evidence I'm giving myself. Actually, there's no evidence I'm going to be a bad dad. There's no evidence that I'm going to uh, not be able to sustain things. Actually, there's loads of evidence of me being able to actually do things really, really well. Because anytime I'm around kids, I love kids. I love just being around kids. Like, if anything, they're more my intellect level. Like, when it comes down to it, like, I love helping people work with, work on life and kids balance. So, if anything, like, I know what I need to do is whether I'm going to do it. That's the question. So the only way I can do it is when at the moment in time, learn to step up, learn to take the charge, learn to take lead, showcase, what, celebrate my wins, go to the process, dial in the fundamentals, dial in the keys, hit your training, hit your steps, hit your, uh, your food choices. You can't accelerate if you can't hit the fundamentals. And that's the key thing. It's like hit your fundamentals first and build from there. Remember, in our uh, Unleash Your Alpha, we're talking about step one to a bazillion uh, brain dump. That's a really effective thought process. When it comes to kids, I'm going to be stripping everything back to step one for myself. Step one, step two, step three, because I've got a new dimension of how I'm uh, orchestrating things. So whenever we are stressed, it's not about going, hey, right, I need to motor through. It's about what is the step that I need to go to? What is the step? And if we let everything go every time we're stressed, so steps drop, food choices go out the window, uh, training goes. What we've then done is we've not anchored in that step yet. So what we've got to do is we've got to build that step one, step two, step three, until they're anchored in. They're anchored in. I know that I will train. I know that I will train the rest of my life. It's just an, uh, an anchored in. It's something that makes, I just do. I, I know that I will walk every single day because it's something that I just do. I know that my food choices like, are going to be reasonably healthy every single day because it's just something i do are they at the level that's going to help me get a change transform to like an unbelievable level no but that's step five six seven eight i've got to go through step four first i've got to go through that next step i've got to go through that stability step like and it's like always thinking right okay what is it i need to do what can they do like and that's when when it comes down to it for yourself when you're building up the foundations and just getting into that regular routine of, right, I train this many times per week, put it in your diary. Because here's the thing, when you don't get the things that you need, 
what ends up happening is the trade-off is we start becoming like those bodybuilders. Uh, the, the gorilla mindset of, I didn't get the things I need this week. I just feel like really, I'm stretched from pillow to post. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this and that. But the thing is, a lot of the time, because there's so much demand from work, from family, from left, right and center, we often don't feel like we've got that stability. So when it comes down to it, what we want to do is build the stability fat loss engine, which is being able to sustain a level of fitness, X number of sessions per week, have that on routine that's challenging you to get that one pound off. Because that's what we want to do is you're not losing 10 pounds every week. You're losing one pound. Focus on what do I need to do to lose one pound? If we've not lost one pound, we've got to up the gear a wee bit. We've got to look where can we up the gear. That might be in food, that might be in training, and that might be in steps. And that might be frustrating to hear at points, but that's the truth is we can get frustrated or we can get to work. That, that's the key. And realistically, it's actually not much of a difference. It's not much of a difference at all, because when it comes down to it, in food, it's maybe being a bit more adherent for some small things like snack volumes, meal quality. That takes no effort at all. It's just frustrating because oh, I've got to up the game in that. Okay. Because we get caught in these habits. We get caught in these routines. Old ways are like what gets us old ways to step forward. We've got to do something a little bit different and it will challenge. And that's what we're talking about. And again, and unleash our alpha in our cycles are, um, external pleasures and internal pain, and then external pain versus internal pleasure. What we don't want to do is have those dopamine hits. We want to focus on, right, stepping forward, result focus. Let's go for it. Let's power out. Let's, let's feel absolutely amazing. Let's feel mega about ourselves. So team, the Fat Loss Essentials uh, uh, podcast, all we want to do here is focus on, right, each day we want to, uh, we want to challenge. We want to challenge our training. We want to challenge our steps. We want to challenge our food. And the only way we can challenge is take a look at the day. When are we putting these into our diary? Before you challenge anything, look at your day. Once you've put your steps, your training, and your food choices into your diary. And just going, right, okay, I want to challenge myself today. However, work's challenging. So that is my challenge of the day. So therefore, today, I'm just going to tick the boxes that are gonna get me the result. I'm gonna tick the standards and the levels that get me the result. There's no point ticking below that because it's not gonna get you the result. Tick the level that's gonna get you the result. Okay, tomorrow, how's our what's our challenge of the day? Well, it's actually not as challenging a day, so I'm gonna challenge. And if I had a really hard day, there's no point in me pushing my training today at the extreme levels, but what I can do is stretch my steps just a little bit further, okay? And what we're doing is we're navigating around, choosing, like, it's okay to win easy. It's okay to win easy. Training has to progress over a period of time. If it doesn't progress from the start of your program to the end of your program, then we're not gonna see the progress. It does have to progress over time, which is why, again, the consistency factor is important. Like, and that's the regularity. And it's taking ownership of seeing that progress. We wanna see ourselves do more than what we started. So that training progresses over weeks, but steps, we can stretch on a day-to-day -day basis. How far can we stretch? Food choices, we can stretch. So looking at that, so when it comes to burning fat, guys, it's all about these three simple steps, training, steps, and our food choices. That's all it comes down to. And the plateaus we can hit, we can look for all these, or we can just get curious. And one of the things I want to help people really nurture in is when we have, uh, we feel like we're hitting a plateau, we feel a little bit stuck, don't suffer in silence, ask, because that's exactly how we stretch mindset, stress levels, 
which does the reverse of things. Ask questions. Asking questions is one of the best ways you can get help, support. Get great at checking in, get great at uh, reaching out. One of the big things like on a Monday, we've got our forecast of the week, so you can get help as, at its earliest point. Voxer is almost like a strategy reaction. It's like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what it's like. I need to make a change. This is what we need to do. And what we want to do is we want to stipulate these changes. We want to get these structures in place. But one of the big things there is like if we live off of, right, okay, I'm just going to do this, do this, do this. And it's like, it feels like there's a never ending to-do list. So what we want to do is simplify things. So Monday, forecast your week. Get really good at forecasting your week. What does it look like? Because then what you can then do is ask for help. That's why we've got the rapid response on a Monday. It's like, right, what do we need to do this week so we can feel like we've got a winning week? Throughout the week, we've got our Wednesday check-in. Right, do we need to pivot a little bit or can we push forward a little bit? Do we need to stay right where we need to? And then celebrate at the end of the week. If we don't celebrate, what ends up happening is we're conditioning ourselves that things aren't good enough. We're conditioning ourselves that you didn't push yourself this week. You're, you didn't do well this week. And the thing is, you can always win. You can always win. Sometimes we don't always win in the areas that we want. Like, for example, surviving the week. Like We've had a hard week, maybe a stressful week. It's one of those weeks where just things haven't gone to plan. But yet, you've managed to take time for yourself. Yet, you're going to be doing something at the weekend for yourself. You've planned something different at the weekend. And one of the things is, if you don't celebrate that you're doing something different, guess what? The following week will be the exact same. Because you, you're not giving yourself enough of a change to, to condition a change. You're not giving yourself any recommend, re, uh, rec, recognition or evidence of, hey, that was a hard enough week for me to make a change. Unless we actually give ourselves that evidence, we're going to be stretching ourselves in pillars of post, which means it's always going to be hard to overcome these plateaus. So what we want to do is give ourselves that. So forecast your week, checking in, celebrating. These are key foundations to help with your mental health, your mental stability, your stress levels, because they're the simple practices. Get good at making sure that you've got a way for you to unload. Voxer is a great way for you just to get those, those strategies, those tactics in a moment. If you've got something that's maybe kind of like you're not sure about, it's a tactic. We'll put that into, into play. But the method is to help you really dial in your training, dial in your steps, dial in your food. That's the method, the fundamentals. Let's drive these challenges, grow these. Your training program will always progress. What we want to do is we want it to get fitter and fitter and fitter. Where does fitness end? It's limitless. Like your potential is limitless. So what we want to do is let's get curious. Get curious about something. Like think about it as a uh, goal is... B, okay, where you are is A. What we want to do is get A to B, okay? And what we want to do is we want to have it so we know the mode of transport, you're, what you're going to get fitter at. Be it, for example, uh, in this analogy, we're going to use a car as running, okay? So you get in the car, you run, perfect. It might be that you want to get better at weightlifting. A to B is helicopter. But what happens is, if we're inconsistent, what will happen is we'll get in a helicopter for a wee bit, we'll get in a car for a wee bit, we'll get in a train for a wee bit, we'll get in a boat for a wee bit. And it just feels like we're kind of just like all over the place. We're just really skittish and we're just got like A to B is the same, but it's like one of those via destination, stop here, get off here. Da, da, da. It's a stress-free, it's a stressful journey. So it's about dialing in the routines and habits to get that. Because that way, what we're then doing, it's streamlined, it's consistency, it's driven. Consistency is your ability to plan. Consistency is all about your ability to plan. 
when you plan, you structure, you see what you want to see change. Overcoming the plateaus is about what are the bumps in the journey you're seeing on a regular pattern? What are the things you're seeing that are maybe needing to go up a gear? What are the things you're seeing? And that's asking questions. What is it? Like, why do you, like, what, like, I will see the data, the information, and I can give you that, okay? But for you to ask the question, you're giving me the emotional connection that's important. You're giving me the thing that goes, actually, this is why I'm actually feeling like I'm struggling with this. What can we do about this? And actually going, right, okay, ah, perfect. But because logistically, it looks like X, it looks like this. And that's where like, it becomes top heavy and it feels like you've got unlimited things to do. Instead, actually, I don't want to give you unlimited things to do. Let's simplify things. So get great and just going, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Perfect. Oh, excellent. Let's go for that. Let's let's put a solution in place for that. So a bit of a tangent there anyway. Um, but guys, let's have an absolute mega week this week. I hope this was useful. And uh, like always, looking for feedback. Comment in the uh, Facebook group on what your biggest takeaways were.